Hi, S'more Scary Story listeners. Have you ever went on one of those road trips that you just wanted to drive around and something bad happened? Well, listen to this couple's incident. You will be scared and wonder if you should ever take one of those drives again yourself. So grab your s'mores box and let's talk scary. It's early November and it's starting to get cold and rainy outside. It was around midnight when my fiance and I decided to take a late night drive. We like taking spontaneous late night drives. We typically start out at one of the main roads within our city, then following it until we hit the next town. So we set out on our adventure around midnight. My fiance is poking around my phone trying to figure out what road we're taking and we came upon a road we never heard of. Now, we are from a small town. There are no other cars on the road and it's raining and misting out and the headlights on my car are not all that bright. There was a thick line of trees and brush on both sides of the road and my fiance tells me that she thinks we're going to cross 200 Street West which runs into Rye Road and that's a straight shot from here. Well, we made our way down that muddy road for an hour, hour and a half and we never hit that Rye Road. We always had fun with our short drives and this is the first time we've ever really been kind of lost. I asked nervously if we would turn around but my fiance doesn't think we can without backing up into a tree or a ditch or anything. I'm driving a huge SUV and it has an awfully wide turn. My fiance is biting her nails while scrolling through the Google Maps. Ten more minutes passed and I finally see a blacktop road snaking up a long, dark, windy hill, wrenching off the road. We completely got off the climb of the road and we find ourselves in a wide paved clearing with a house in the back of it tucked into the thick woods. Missy starts asking for me to turn around immediately. Our headlights illuminate the whole property which is a major despair as we turn around. It seems like no lights on the house and windows are all shattered. The yard is littered with scraps, trash barrels, car parts, tools, hundreds of glass bottles, and the house, the house itself is sitting on top of all of it. Every inch of the property is entangled in nets and ivy weeds. This is creepy. There are dozens of cats running around. They're all looking at us and their eyes are glaring from the headlights. I almost piss myself when a walnut-sized rock darts out from the brush trees and pops against my windshield and fractures the glass. My fiance screams and grabs my arm. We will be right back with the rest of the story. Hi, S'more Scary Story listeners. Can I ask you a s'mores favor? We're almost on episode 30 and we need some sponsors. All you have to do is click the link below to become a sponsor. You can sponsor us for a dollar or maybe five dollars or more. 
And if you would write in to us about your own scary story, your name will be put in a drawing to win a free s'mores box of value of $24. So we're looking for sponsors and we are also looking for your own scary story at a774store at outlook.com. You can submit your story there. And also, we're going to be airing our podcast onto YouTube in probably the next few episodes. We will let you know. But we'd really appreciate your sponsorship. That would be great so we can keep these stories coming every Wednesday night. My fiance is whimpering. Danny, what's that? God damn it, Danny. What is that? What happened? Her voice is raspy and shaky and I couldn't answer for her. A few seconds later, old man stumbles out from the bushes and then the weeds and he's carrying a shovel. He has a big, dirty navy coat on covering his whole entire body. Suddenly, to our left, a screen door opens on that old house. It opens all the way and the cats scatter everywhere. A tall, thin, spidery woman crawls out onto the porch. She had long, wild, gray, wild hair as she glares at us as much as she could see into the car. I started to panic, and I definitely was trying not to show it. When I turn to the left, as the man starts walking towards us with raising the shovel, Wait, maybe we were frozen in time. But right then, reality sets in. My fiancé is screaming, crying, and slapping the door locks repeatedly, repeatedly. I throw the car into reverse, rolling over cylinder blocks and branches, and I throw it in the drive and take off. This is just right out of the movies. Like the wrong turn, as I raced down the road with some distance between us and that house, I hit a long stretch of road when I noticed headlights behind us. I get a stomach ache instantly. Great. Now I'm scared beyond scared, and when I noticed the truck behind us mimicking all of our turns, I was going as fast as I can into different roads, and this truck is gaining on us. I'm trying not to show how scared I truly was when there's a slam on our bumper. My fiancé starts crying louder and crying out for help, and I'm trying not to run off the road. I can't believe this is happening. Before I could gain control of the first hit, this old piece of shit does it again. My fiancé is now on the phone with the police, but she cannot tell him where we're at. We still don't know where we're at, but this is terrifying, and this guy just came up behind us, and he's now trying to run us off the road. He won't stop. I may be crying and possibly pissing my pants right about now, and I'm getting angry. And finally, after all we were going through, I tried slamming into his truck, and we slid halfway off the road. And this old man, he was full of rage. His eyes were just glaring full of rage. In an instant, he slammed on his brakes, and we took off. We didn't look back as we sped off further down the road. After 20 minutes of this pursuit, we finally reached the gas station. The old feeble man in the truck seen us and he passed by us, throwing up his arms and his glare in his eyes. I told my fiancé, stay in the car and lock the doors. Finally, the police showed up to talk to us. I tried to give the best description of the roads we were on and about the truck and the guy. We tried to refer back to the GPS that we used. The police said that they were going to investigate and report and then get back to us later. My fiancé and I never spoke a word to each other on the way back home. We were even too scared to drive home. We both fell asleep when we got home and we woke up to three missed calls from the police department. 
The police found the home that we described to them, but they could not find the two people that we seen. The old man that chased us was nowhere to be found or his truck. They said the home was not livable, no water, no electricity, no nothing. This may have been the most terrifying thing both my fiance and I went through. So if you decide to go on a late night drive, be on the lookout and don't make that wrong turn.